the reggae horn? What? No, that's that's the doorbell. Oh, that's too bad. Should be the reggae horn. Podcast episode 46 with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Thank you, Sam. Good to be back after uh, taking a little break last week, letting the, the girls in for ladies' night. I hope everybody enjoyed that. And, and thank you again to, to Becca, Three Stacks, and Tavita for coming in on that. But uh, how's it going, Sam and Boris? Feels good to be back? Yeah. I could take it or leave it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Boris. That, that's good. Yeah. I'm here, so we'll see what happens. Here. Showed up. I did. All right. Well, Sam, you, you, you took a look at your beer and now have a very confused expression on your face. You want to lead us off with what you're drinking? I forgot to look at what it was because I saw a couple of things on there that don't have to do with beer and decided I wanted it before I actually read what it was. Um, so, this is a, a brew by Dogfish Head featuring Dan the Automator. Do either of you, are either of you familiar with his work? Nope. Um. I've heard the name before. I'm not. Uh, Deltron3030? Oh, he's a rapper. No. Deltron3030 oh. Deltron is a pair. Uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, a.k.a. Deltron Zero, uh, a.k.a. the one guy from Gorillas, does the rapping, and Dan the Automator just makes beats. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and the, the song is called Positive Contact, which is a Deltron 3030 song. Man, it would have been better if Deltron 3030, when you said a pear, you meant an actual fruit. <laughs> like, that was the, the strain of fruit. That would have been funny. Should we, should I just, should I do that? Should I just say that? I no, you just keep going. No? Okay. no, I like it. Okay, so, um, this is one of those times that I'm going to drink a fifth again, and it's 9%. And it's ale brewed with apple cider and spices. A positive combination of Fuji cider, slow roasted farro, or farro, F A R R O. Uh, no idea. A bit of cayenne and fresh cilantro. Hmm. Oh. So I have no idea what the fuck I'm about to drink. You had it <laughs> until cilantro. Like, I don't know, I guess cayenne's kind of weird too, but. I sure do want some spicy apple cidery beer. With, like, taco seasonings. Well, Dan the Automator has never led me astray before, so... <laughs> Boris, what are you bringing to the table today? Alright, so, uh, if you'll recall, last time I was here, I tried a coffee beer that I really liked. Uh, so I decided to come back with another one, partially because of that, partially because this is by uh, Furthermore, which is a brewery in Wisconsin which has a huge plus one for Fatty Boombalati, which I think was the first beer I had on the show. And they have a huge minus one for this beer called Not Stock that they make, which is like a pepper ale, and it's just really gross. Unacceptable. Just, just a bad, like someone, whoever tasted it and then decided, yeah, we can sell this to people, should be shot. Um, so I'm excited to try my third brew by them and see if they tip the scales in their favor or not. All right. I think my first Bruce Day beer was also, furthermore. 
think Makeweight was my first. I feel like I've had that one. I don't. The name sounds super familiar. Well, Maybe I lied then. It is a Wisconsin brew, so. So, this this thing that we'll talk about later says that the style of this beer is a California Common, which I feel like the package said Lager, but I could be making that up because the bottle doesn't say that. Um. Well, the California Common is a Lager. Okay. It's so a it's a Lager then. Lager. It's it's also known as a Steam beer. It's kind of a it's kind of a mashup of an ale and a lager, but technically it's a lager. Okay. I don't know. I've just never heard of a California Common before. Do you know Anchor Steam? Yes. That's the easily the most famous. It was probably the first one too. Okay. Uh, so that's enough history. Tip. Alrighty. So it was my birthday like a week and a half ago, and Becca got me uh, Rogue Farms Seven Hop IPA because. I'm not willing to spend the money to get that for myself. So, sharing it with you fellas. I was a little worried about it because I'm not really that much of a hophead as everybody knows. And seven hops that I was expecting a lot of a lot of bitterness, but it's actually a very pleasant profile. It's a uh, a little bit grapefruity. Um there's a lot of bitterness towards the end, but it's just kind of like a lingering, fading kind of bitterness, not an upfront punch. So I think I can deal with it. I've been trying to explain to people lately that uh, hoppy doesn't always mean bitter. It often does, but hoppy's a flavor, too. True facts. All right. So, um... Well, do we get initial tastings on the apple cider taco seasoning? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, it really just tastes like a Belgian. <laughs> Do you get the cayenne or the cilantro at all? Um, I feel like I'm getting a little heat, but that's probably more from the alcohol. Dip, you want to do a thing? Do I want to do a thing? I guess maybe, let me rephrase that. Um, Tyler, the host of the show, would you like to do something? Is there something that you oh. want to do? Yeah, okay, so, so since I'm drinking this Rogue Farms beer... I think it should. Uh, we should tell the listeners that the the uh, craft brewing family. I guess I'm loath to use that word. I don't really feel like a family. I just like drinking beer. But anyway, the founder of Rogue Brewery died the 28th. So that's kind of sad because Rogue is really a a brewery I respect and and enjoy, and I think they do a lot of things right in the craft brewing department. So. Cheers to you, Jack Joyce. Thanks for making my beer here. I actually, uh, I didn't realize he had passed. I just had a, a, a Rogue Farms myself the other day. It was Rogue Farms Chipotle Ale as opposed to Rogue Chipotle Ale. Mm-hmm. Rogue Chipotle Ale is my favorite beer. Uh, Rogue Farms Chipotle Ale is okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big difference? Yeah. Um, it wasn't spicy. Oh. Huh. So that was a difference. But yeah, we don't have to go on and on. You can read about this dude. He's kind of interesting. but uh, I do think it's interesting that Rogue is the first U.S. craft brewer to send beer to Japan. Hmm. That is interesting. Do you know PBR is like a huge thing in Japan? Like, There's like special black label PBR bottles and shit that you can pay a lot of money for. What does that even mean? Like, you know how there's like Johnny Walker black label or blue label or red label? It's like different vintages and shit. Is it just vintages or is it like... I think it's different aged is that whiskey, it is? isn't it? I thought it was. I'm no, I'm no whiskey connoisseur, but I imagine that's what it is. I thought it was like a quality thing, but I also don't really know. 
Well, the point I'm driving at is they have these fancy-ass PBRs that they sell in Japan, and people pay a shitload of money for it. So do you think it's a vintage thing? Is the beer any different, or they just put it in a fancy label? Well, I've never been to Japan. I would imagine they do at least something maybe slightly different, but it's probably not worth it either way. Hey, can you do us a favor, Tyler? Uh, go to Tokyo, one of the world's most expensive cities, uh-huh. and buy a beer there, okay. which is uh, which you know is not going to be good, but <laughs> will be extremely overpriced. Can you do that for I us? actually, I was in Tokyo for about three hours one time. I was in the, the airport there, and they had very bad internet service. And I was like, come on, Japan, what's with your airport internet? I expected this to be blazing fast. I don't know. Godzilla takes it out every once in a while, so... Yeah, I guess so. When I was waiting there on my computer, using their very shitty service, some uh, lady came up to me and asked me if I could find the exchange rate of dong. And I was like, excuse me? I think she was propositioning you. Did you say one-to-one, babe? (laughs) She she actually wanted me to look up... uh, I guess it's like Cambodian or Vietnamese money or something like that. I don't know. It's called Dong. So did you Google Dong? What did you find? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I I Googled Dong conversion, and it actually came up with what I wanted. I wish you would have Googled two men exchanging Dong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, being gross for no reason, do we want to... uh talk pornographically sure sure who wants to go first we all have titles this week right we do Um, a shocking new development well we had we had a week off yeah we did help actually i just got mine like two hours ago it's j balls friend of the show j balls uh came up with one and i uh improved it i would say wait 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 he came up with one but he wasn't willing to even be in the shot on the show it was shocked like i was i had a conversation with my boys, and I was talking about it, and kind of like, I thought it was extra funny, because I was like, oh, he's going to get so uncomfortable, but really, it was, he kind of was for a few seconds, and then everyone else was trying to think of them, and they were only thinking of shitty ones, like, Revenge of the Dick. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here with that weekend. That's so bad. Not that we could talk, kind of, but I feel like all of ours were better than that. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, he, he came up with one, and I changed it a little bit, and, okay, um, so this is the story of Gooch's by a lake of vaginas. What? Does everyone know Gooch? Is that terminology that everyone's familiar with? Yeah, Gooch, Gooch is like the taint area. So, so taint. Uh-oh. Um, Wait, so say it again. Gooch's by a lake of vaginas? Yes. Were we right? Were we right, Samuel? Is that it? (laughs) Yeah, the movie is called Taint. (laughs) No, no, no. But that is what you're talking about, right? I'm on the right track here. Yes. Okay. A lake of vaginas. A lake of vaginas, huh? Not in a lake. By a lake. By a lake. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. I've come up with three. Jesus, calm down. Since thinking about the word date. <laughs> it's a gold mine. I love them all. I hope it's a, it's, it's a gold mine if you're wiping the way Boris wipes. Oh! More like a... No, never mind. 
Nice. You Back sure him. showed him. Didn't want to insult myself on uh, national radio or whatever we International. Did. International. We, we had a hit on the site from Russia mm. a while ago. Must be a listener. Probably, definitely. Mm-hmm. You should save yours for a few weeks from now. Like, just tuck them away somewhere. I think uh, I will. Just because if you do them now, then we'll know. Correct. So, wait, hold on. All right, so is Taint in the title? Yes. Taint is in right. the title. Uh, okay, so, so Three Stacks is making a face like she knows it. Say it, Three Stacks. Yes. Go, 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 go. What's the movie? Wait, whisper it in my ear. I want to see if you know. Come here. She's texting it to me. Awesome. She's texting it to you. Or she's playing 2048. It's hard to tell. <laughs> okay, um, so by a lake of vaginas would be yeah. like Pussy Sea? I don't know. Uh, so Three Stacks has it. Damn it! Say it! Eaten by Three Stacks. By lake of vaginas. <laughs> I, I thought help. of one that it's definitely not that involves taint. Well, then tuck that away for later, too. Tuck it in my taint. Tuck it in your taint. <laughs> I just want to say it so badly, though. Know, me, too. I bet you guys have the same one, and I bet it's right. It's probably not. It's probably not. No, it's, it's definitely not. I, I don't know. Can I really I give, don't can know. Can I give you a hint from the original work? Yes, yes. please. Spirito Sante. The Boondock Taints. The Coondock Taints. Keep going. The the. Poondock Taint. Poondock Taints. Okay. Good. I like it. <laughs> so um, Justin gave me Boondock Taints. Right. And then Poondock. I was like, yeah. I was like, Justin, come on. You got it to the one yard line. I'll put it in for you. It's all right. So uh, who wants to go next? Three stacks. I think she's up. She's hiding behind her own knee. So, let's move on. I'll go next. your shoulders. A knee will work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright. Dip? So, this is, um, it's about, this is a porno about a guy with a mechanical phallus. Robocock. It's Robocock! <laughs> Get that weak game out of my house! Well done. <laughs> Alright, so... I need to, hang on. Okay. A wonderful gentleman of distinguished title who is made of penises. Say it one more time. A wonderful man of distinguished title who is made of penises. See, where my mind goes immediately is, what is a porn version of the movie Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium? (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I, I can't. I just... We already did a little spermaid. I can't do this anymore. That has nothing to do with the plot, so. It's really, One that I said. It's really just the word wonder got uh. me there. A wonderful man, he's made out of penises. Yes. <laughs> Is this a hard one? Uh, probably. Bad choice of words. Giggity. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. I'm, it's like a few generic words in the title, so I'm trying to think of how to... Well, um, give us a little bit and we might ask for him. Okay. Mister in there. Mister is in there. All right. I don't know any movies that have Mister in the title except the talented Mister Ripley, but it's not that. I already did talented Mister Nipley like three weeks ago. <laughs> it's not that. And it's not Mister Mister Deed goes down. It is not Mister Deed goes down. Okay. Is it Mister Smith goes to Washington, but he's made out of penises? <laughs> <laughs> no. That flows so well. <laughs> I think that was the sequel. 
Oh, okay. Mr. and he's made out of penises. I was trying to do Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and I really just couldn't get there. <laughs> no, you could not. <laughs> no, you could not. Your flow is, as they say, weak. Uh, three sacks? Help us out? She's got it, you can tell. I feel like if anyone here knew it, it would be her. So it's a weird hipster movie for girls? Eh, kind of. I wouldn't really say for girls, but it's probably kind of a hipster movie. Well, she doesn't really watch movies, so. All right. To watch X-Men yesterday, that was pretty good. So, Mr. Something. All Please we got tell is me Mr. it is not Mr. Magoo. It's not Mr. Magoo. Okay, good. It's not necessarily Mr. Something either. There could be other something, stuff. Something, something, Mr. Something. Something, 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 Mr. Somewhere in there. Close. Closer to the first one, you said. Something, something, Mr. Something, something. <laughs> what? I'm not going to just guess the number of words. <laughs> I'm better than that. But uh, while I am better than that, I think we might need a hint. Okay. Well, think of think of words. You got you've got he's wonderful. He's made out of penises. And you've got these made out of penises. You've got Mister. He's amazing. He's great. He's stupendous. Good. Wondrous. <laughs> Fabulous. Huh? Fabulous? Huh? Close. Fab? No. Fantastic. Hey. Oh, fantastic, Mr. Cox. Fantastic, Mr. Cox. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should have been able to get there faster. We should have gotten that better. Yeah, you made of penises, I thought, would just give it away. So, <laughs> so Dip, yours, I feel like you didn't get to uh, to taunt us with our failure long enough. To, oh. uh, we had a submission from Lauren via the web. Do you want to do, do that one? Okay, I guess. I have to log in then. <sighs> Here I go. So, nobody had opened this before. It doesn't give us an answer. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Well then, okay, that's fine. Uh, you read it, we'll get it together. As friends. Alright. Lauren, you're a fucking weird guy. <laughs> the U.S. Army explores anal gaping applications for the war on terror. The U.S. Army explores anal gaping operations for the war on applications. terror. Applications. Applications. The subject is porn title. Yeah. And what he gives you is not a porn title. Yeah, it's a porn description, Lauren. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Zero dark, wide open butthole. <laughs> I was thinking zero dark, dirty. <laughs> that's much better. It's probably not zero dark, it's dirty. It's probably not zero dark, dirty. But I like that. Zero I've, dark, dirty. I've yeah. not of too many to say to not say any today. I don't think it's that though. Maybe it's zero dark, flirty. Oh. Because I feel like gaping is a real tease, you know. Right. <laughs> like when you're just starting to get to know someone. Yeah. Just. Just to keep them on the line, you know? Right, Just right, gape right. a little bit. Send them a little linky text, send them a little anal gaping, you know. Does Lady Tinder listen yet? No, and she's not going to. Damn it. Because I'm not dumb enough to tell my girlfriend about this. No. Mm. Mm. Actually, I might tell her now that we've stopped talking about her. Definitely would not have told her while we were talking about her. Tell her, though. tell her the, tell her that this is the first episode. Yeah, it starts at 46, we're being real weird. <laughs> For the war, so like, I'm trying to think of movies that are just based in like Afghanistan or Iraq. It's not Black Hawk Down, is it? That's too easy. This no, is not really doesn't have to do with asses. No, it doesn't. The best you could get is like Black Cock Brown or something. I don't know. Black Cock Brown. I think if I was anally gaping, I would be getting a Black Hawk Frown. <laughs> I don't know why there would be a Black Hawk in there. Can't imagine. Cannot imagine. 
I mean, someone's got to do it. Date my anus? Mm-hmm. I think that no one needs to, and no one will. All right, all right. Maybe we should just let this one stir in our minds for a little while okay. and come back to it. Actually, uh, I was talking to corporate. They were saying they want us to talk more about anal gaping. Oh, oh is that what they said? Yeah, apparently it's great with the, the key demos. All of our advertisers really want us to talk more about anal gaping. That's because our only advertiser is Nasty Pig. <laughs> well, and MoneyShotsForAfrica.com. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fair. It's a real website on the internet. So, I don't doubt right, that part. All, I just doubt that they're actually an advertising thing. Let's all have. tuck uh, anal gaping techniques away in our minds and uh, move on to some of these particles here. So, my favorite article we have of the day, would you pay $1,000 once to get free beer for life? The obvious answer is yes, of course. Of course you would do that. Right. The obvious answer is it depends on the beer. $1,000 free Corona for life, Tyler. Oh, no. That's like a monkey's paw trick. Yeah, think think about your thoughts. But there are, like, very few beers that I that I would not do that for. Well, not it's stop. not like... It's not like this is purely a theoretical. There was a beer pub... Um, or a brew pub, excuse me, in Minneapolis. And I guess they needed, what is this, $220,000 to get a loan or some shit? So... They decided to just get a little bit of money for everybody, and if you paid them $1,000, you can drink for free at this place as long as it's open. Which, if 220 people are drinking for free, is not long, I imagine? Well, see, that's what I thought, but it turns out, where is this? They're only giving away, like, 17 free beers a day, and apparently the cost is just 40 cents a beer because they're brewing it on site. Only 17 of 220 are going in a day? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like the same... You'd have to go to the same bar, like, every day. I think that's reasonable, that if Yo, 220... I, would, I was going to Roth School Tavern every day and paying. Well, And then I got a job there, and then I was like, wait, now I don't like this place anymore. Yeah, I feel like you get sick of shit. Like, you didn't want to go to the Great Dane the other day, because you go there all the time. Well, because the Great Dane's beer's not that good. That's true. Well, how do you know this beer's any good? I don't. Yeah. So yeah. it's not really just, like, free beer for life. It's just, like, free beer if you're willing to go to this restaurant and only have a couple because they only give out 17 a day. No, 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 no. That's not their limit. That's their average. Oh. So a lot of people just wasted $1,000 is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm not hating on this scheme. I'm hating on all the dummies who aren't getting their free beer. Let's just figure out, what do you think, five bucks? Five bucks a beer? On a- well, yeah, probably on average. That about right? That's like what we pay, yeah. 200 beers. Are there any yep. bars that any of us have had 200 beers at? No. Probably like 40 to 50 is the tops for me. Well, I had, I had at least 200 at Roth School Tavern. I had them on my beer card. And and I, the way this place that uh, Three Sex and I started going recently, Bruise Brothers, is going, we'll break 200 there in a matter of days. Uh, if I had the Skrilla, I would definitely go to the bars and two hundred times. How about but... if it was fucking free, my dog? Well, oh yeah, if, well, it, was if it was free, then I would then I would be there it's every day. It's not. That's not like a negligible sum of money. No, it's not. What a thousand dollars? Yeah. So I don't know. When you call it free beer, that's kind of not exactly. No, true. I guess I guess I don't I don't mean free beer. Once you've paid, it's free beer. 
once you've paid, you then have to drink 200 beers, and then you start getting free beer. Yeah, but, like, if I was, if I was like, 35, and I was like, damn, I'm probably going to be in this town for the rest of my life, someplace was like, hey, if you give us $1,000, you can drink here for free for as long as we're open, I would definitely make that investment. I would probably do it, just because I enjoy, like, getting free beers, at, or, like, beers that I don't have to pay for on the spot at places, and, like, you could kind of walk in, I feel like you'd get to know the bartenders and everything, and it'd be a fun place to be. Assuming the restaurant is good and, like, they have good beer. What do you think tipping is like there? Do you think it's standard, or do you think people are under-tipping because they're not paying? Or over-tipping because they have the extra money? If you consider standard just, like, a dollar a drink, it's probably what I'd do. Just drop a dollar on the counter for... Yeah, that's probably what I would do, too. I just... I never have cash on me, so I always just roll my tip in. Oh, I'm Sam. I'm living in 2000s now, and all my money's plastic. I don't understand. Is that a burn? Are you, are you too good to pick up the old honest nickel on the pavement, Samuel? No, it's just ATM fees suck. <laughs> yeah, they charged me three bucks for an ATM fee the other day, and I was, like, livid, because I've only ever seen two. But anyways, I feel like they would also generate a lot of money from, like, how we bought dinner at the Great Dane twice a week every week last summer. That's true. Like, we got two free pitchers of beer for playing with our Frisbee League, but when we would go, obviously, we're, like, starving because it's 7 p.m. and dinner time. And, and, so we'd all, and so we'd all get dinner at the Great Dane twice a week. Well, you're onto something there, Boris, because it does say that people aren't just going to the brew pub for a beer by themselves. They order food, bring people, or maybe order a scotch after dinner. Yeah. So, you know, sneaky. I would do it. I think it's a good idea. And if I had the dollars and I was, like, invested in living in that community, I would absolutely go for it. I think, yeah, I would, just to, like, be like, yeah, that's the place I get free beer. Yep. I, I think I would uh, kind of trot it out more than just... Um, I, I mean, I guess I don't know how many people were aware of this investment. But if I was like... If I had the great misfortune of being a single man again, and and I were to, to take a lady out on a date, I would, I would, like, I would take it there and be like, oh, no, 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 I don't pay. Don't worry. When I come here... It's free, because I, you know. Because, <laughs> you know. Because, you know, because, I mean, I'm a very important man about town. <laughs> you should wear a top hat or something to signify <laughs> that. Bitches eat that shit up. Otherwise, how will they know how important you are? You shouldn't eat any cheese, though. Yeah, <laughs> any amount of cheese is too much cheese before a date. Exactly. Aw, but it's cheese. <laughs> Sometimes I wear a little top hat on my dick, because it's an important man about town. Can we move on? <laughs> Enough about my dick. For once, can we stop talking about my dick? Yeah, Sam's dick, man. <laughs> uh, I'm so pleased. Are we are we done talking about this investment that we wish we had been able to make? Yes, I'm done. Uh, just one sec. Whoa. I went for twosies. Oh, got it. Um, so do we want to talk about eight things a beer snob might say? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would love to hear about things that I would say. Well, it's funny because some of these are things I might say, but in a way that's way less douchey, I think. Well, actually, maybe more douchey. Never mind. Oh my god, number six. Look at number six. Just look at number six. Just look this at beer it. is infinitely quaffable. Dude, fuck you. Fuck you if you say that. What? It's like something they would say in Redwall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... 
Is that what they called it? I feel like they called it Quaff in some sort of book that I read in middle school. Yeah, was it Lord of the Rings? Oh, Queef. Okay, that was Queef, sorry. Well, some of these I feel like I might kind of say. Like, number one, I'm really into big beers. I don't think that's how you would word it, but... No, that's not how I would word it. But I do say things like, I sure wish my beer was over 6%. I just want my beer to be bigger. Like, if I could have more of it, that'd be great. More voluminous. Right. That was a silly joke. Actually, when someone says big beers, all I hear is, like, Anheuser-Busch or something. I know that's not what that means, but that's what I thought it meant. Actually, most of these are just terribly horrible things to say. Like, this is a very sessionable ale. Well, we, we say a beer's a good session. Yes. Is it Do just your the wording? Do your favorite beers start at 80 IBUs, Samuel? You could also just say, like, it's not very alcoholic. Oh, uh, oh that tastes way better on nitro. God damn it. Actually, oh. I've been talking... I, I've had a few nitros the past few days. Uh, two of which were IPAs, oddly enough. Uh-huh. just do not like nitros. They freak me out. Well, so... See, I'm going to say, I actually finally had something on nitro. I'm trying to look it up right now because I can't remember it. When they say on nitro, does that mean they make the same beer and they'll carbonate it and they'll nitrogenate it? Yeah, I've had um, left-hand milk stout and left-hand milk stout nitro. Oh, I just... I feel like I see those and just assume it's always nitro. Yeah. Because that's what I know is nitro. I don't believe so. So I went to I went to Six Rivers Brewery, which is one of my favorite local breweries. Actually, I had their Blarney Stout on nitro, and I really did think it made a difference in the mouthfeel. It was much creamier. You see, actually, um, Three Stacks refuses to speak, but we had a long conversation about uh, the nitro mouthfeel and like how it's definitely creamier, and she really really likes it, and I find it disturbing. It's I think it's because. Um, the last two nitros I've had have both been uh, pale ales. And pale ale, you want to be crisp. So yeah, when, yeah. When it's, like, creamy, it uh, freaks me out. Um, Word. What so, else? What so else might a beer snob say? This article, I just want to point out, is not supposed to be making fun of beer snobs. It's just like, hey, if you have a friend who's a beer snob, these are things they might say. I, I just assume they were like, these are douchey things a beer snob I, will say. It's definitely hyperbolized. Yeah. Infinitely quaffable fucking... There, there are not people that say that. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, this has a surprisingly pleasant mouthfeel. That's something that I've probably said verbatim. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Nah. This beer is infinitely quaffable, though. I just can't get off that. Yeah. Like, No one ever says that. And also, every beer is infinitely quaffable if you're not a bitch. Not stock. Infinitely quaffable if you're not a bitch. You hated not stock. I did, yeah. But <laughs> I drank that six pack. You go, you drank like one and a half of those. You pawned uh, all those off on me and J Balls and DBC. I sure did get oh. rid of that six pack. That <laughs> six pack was all drinked. Sorry, I can't hear you. What? Oh shit! Uh, so three sex was trying to be real covert, and I'm gonna call her out. Uh, uh, she was whispering, "I'm so curious. I'm so curious. I forgot there is a not stock in my fridge that she bought, and I'm gonna go get it." Wait, right what? Now. You gave them money? She didn't know! She didn't know! Uh, and I did not have a lot of options at Steve's, and I didn't want to go in and buy, like, one beer, because I didn't want to be that girl. Also, it was, like, 11 in the morning. If you buy more beer at 11 in the morning, it's better. Well, I, I will never disagree with buying more beer as opposed to less beer, but, like... Oh, man. Come on. The other weekend, I had to go to the DMV in my continued quest to get my license. And I was like, hey, I'll, maybe I'll pick up a Bruise Day beer on the way back. 
But um, I didn't have the right paperwork, so they turned me away way earlier than I thought. So then I went to the BevMo to try to get the beer, and it wasn't open. And waiting for a liquor place to open is like the saddest thing in the world. It's sadder than eating your lunch by hobo train tracks that may or may not be abandoned. They're definitely abandoned. I wouldn't eat the, my lunch on the railroad tracks if there might be a train coming by, Samuel. What do we think? I've definitely had much worse beers. I, I don't think that's that bad. Can I, can I try it again? I wonder if that batch was just bad. Like it doesn't taste like pepper at all, but... Oh, it totally does, though. I can smell the pepper. It's not as bad as I, as the one that we had, or at least as I remember it being, but, like, I'll buy almost any other beer in the store before I no, buy it. I, I mean, the first time we had Nasak, I... Was it just skunked, maybe? Because it, I, like, I tasted think, gross. I think it might have been skunked. I, I had another beer, and I was chasing Nasak with different beer. That's how much I wanted the taste of Nasak not in my mouth. But I definitely got the pepper out of that more than I did from the, from the first yeah. batch, where I just got, like, gross out of it. Actually, I would say this, that this is pretty middle of the road. I don't hate it at all, but I'm, I, I wouldn't buy it. I'm still angry. I'm disappointed at how much I don't hate this. <laughs> is, that, is that what the experience of dating me is like? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, anal gaping. I just... I just had another one. God damn it. Um, no, I gotta write this one he, down. Like, it's not... It, I want to say like something like Stretch Armstrong, but that's a kid's action figure. Well, the last one that he submitted was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So. Oh yeah. Uh. Google gaping for the U.S. Army. Hmm. Why do I not have like a notes app where I can just like jot down notes? I text it to myself. Oh, that's brilliant. Or t- text it to Lady Tinder with no Lady context. Tinder. Uh, article. Yeah, we can do another one. This wait, one's kind of short. Wait, wait, so, evil twin. Hold on, hold on. What are we going to do next? Uh, where are we going to do the evil twin article? <laughs> okay, I'm going to show you the way to the article. It's it's almost offensive or racist the way he uh, Maybe it's just because you're that <laughs> That's white. much less offensive and racist than he's been in the past. So. Yeah, that's a good point. So... Uh, Evil Twin, Sam, I believe you've drank a couple Evil Twin beers on the show. Yeah, Evil Twin, uh, is quickly becoming one of, possibly my favorite brewery. It's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, Yin, their, uh, Imperial Stout is probably my second favorite beer of all time, maybe third. Uh, easily my favorite stout, and they have, uh, uh, an IPA called Maltop Cocktail that's, like, 13% 13% or something like that. That's really good. Uh, they've, they've had a few other things that I've liked. And I, I think part of it's just that I like the names of their beers. Like, New Year's Eve at a New York City hotel like that. That None of that was interesting. I guess I didn't really read this article completely, but it might have been a misunderstanding? Well, so the article, I believe, for people who are listening, is that Evil Twin Brewing Company is trying to brew... A beer that is 72% ABV, which right. I'm really not sure how that's a beer because your average spirit is 80% ABV. No. No. 80 proof? 40. 40. Shit. 35 to 40. Do you double it or? Double it this makes is 80 proof. proof. So this to 80 is proof. twice as strong as your average spirit. Yes, roughly. Okay. Yes. I thought it was the other way around. Might be. Yeah, this would be 144 proof. So it's basically alcohol. It's like, well... 
Like, at this point, that's not drinkable. It's roughly 72% alcohol. Like, I'm super curious how this is drinkable. Um, well, I'm not... I think I'm more curious how it's makeable. I'm more curious how it's drinkable. <laughs> so, I think they're saying that this is a hoax. Or a lol. A joke is what I'm seeing. Has another anybody been title? doing anything interesting? Well, Boris says he has another porn title, and also I want to talk about um, a fabrication. Ooh, okay, well, let's hear Boris's porn title, and we'll go on to your thing. Ooh, um, okay. do the other one first. I gotta, I gotta phrase it. Oh, do the other one first. Okay, well, Samuel, what's your thing? So I want to talk about a telephone application that we may or may not have mentioned briefly before, called Untapped. I believe I may have heard something about that. Okay, so, Dip, we gotta get you in Untapped. And also, all of our listeners, we gotta get you in on Untapped. So, basically, I'm... I don't know if anyone knows this, I'm a total sucker for, like, internet points. Like, free like... Or, like, you know, achievement, gamer score. Like, that's the kind of shit that, like, motivates me way more than it should. Uh, and so this is so perfect. It's, uh, it's a beer rating application... But, like, when you rate so many beers, you get a badge, and if you rate, you know, this many IPAs, or, you know, are at a bar with people or something. I don't remember how all of them work. But there's a shitload of these badges, and all I want is badges. And so I've, uh, I've had this for about a week and a half now, and I have, like, 40-some ratings. Whoa! Um, part of it is because I am going through our archives, and... And uh, rating past beers, but I, most of it is just stuff I've had lately. Uh, yeah. So I'm definitely gonna have this on Untapped, and I think everyone should get on Untapped. And uh, all three of our listeners should, all three of our listeners should look me up on Untapped and uh, be best friends with me. I forgot oh. what my name is though. Ginsbus. It's Ginsbus. G I N S B U S. Uh, so Tyler, you should get this thing. Boris already has this thing. He actually kind of talked me into it. I recommend it heartily. I think that it's it's the way of the future. Do you need a smartphone for this thing? You need a smartphone for this thing. Damn it, I'm so old. Oh, you're so poor. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. All right. Um, so I have a, another porn title. This one okay. I like a lot. Um, so I'll warn you now. It doesn't exactly rhyme, but I think we've allowed things in the past, as long as it would, like, fly in a rap song, like, it'd be okay. Um, so, it's a group of people who stand around and stare at a bunch of big, fat dicks. <laughs> the men who stare at chodes. Men who stare at chodes. Wow, Tyler, you're on <laughs> Pew, pew, pew! I know my chodes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time uh, my dad works for a school? He, uh, apparently one of the students called another student a chode, and he didn't know what it meant, and he had to ask me, and 12-year-old Sam had to explain to grown-ass Mitch what a chode was, and it was, uh, one of the funniest and worst experiences of my life. Like, both of you were at fault. Why would he ask you, and then why would you answer? Like, if my parents asked me what a chode was when I was 12, I would have just been like, I don't know, and then I would have, like, laughed with my friends about my parents asking me what a chode is. Well, I like, did the second part. The helpful fella. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, I care about my father's success in his career. Sorry. 
My bad. You know, I just I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Not knowing what a chode is is not holding my father back in his engineering <laughs> career. I'm, I'm, I was reading a book by Kurt Vonnegut, and he talks about how he has a chode. Was it his autobiography? No, no, but in it, he's, he says he's got a dick three inches long and five inches in diameter. Jesus. That's a chode. Oh, come on, that. my favorite author. Don't say things like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's real. the way it is. Damn, I, I really don't know what Lauren's porn title is. I mean, hopefully, Lauren, if you, if you listen to this episode... Send us the answer next week. No, 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 no. Send us a hint next week. <laughs> yeah, send us a hint next week. That's a better idea. This could be a, a three-episode arc if we play it. Right. <laughs> oh, the suspense. Tyler, go fishing in the last two weeks? I didn't, but you know what? This past Saturday was the first annual Up in Smoke beer and barbecue tasting in Eureka. Oh, damn! Oh, yeah. Guess who worked and didn't go? Yeah. Was it you? It was me. Yeah. I didn't go. You made me Sucked. a sad panda. I know, right? I just wanted to, to get you guys excited so then you could feel a crushing disappointment that I felt. Hey, on the bright side, speaking of beer fest, the Great Lakes Brew Fest is coming up in a couple months, mid-September. So look forward to that. Was that interesting? Probably not. It's not interesting. Like, Wait, at no. least be like, where is it? No, what no, no, is no, hold on, hold on. Like... Okay, so there's the Great Lakes Brewfest coming up. <laughs> it's just a craft beer festival that uh, Three Stacks and I are going to go to, and Boris is going to go to. Third wheel? Uh, I mean, I don't want to make Three Stacks third wheel like that, but <laughs> I, guess, I guess we could. Bring Lady Tinder or Shoop. Either of your lovers. I guess if we... Probably not. If we have any Midwest listeners that exist, uh, Great Lakes Brewfest. It's in Milwaukee-ish. And apparently it's a pretty big deal, so that should be fun. Hey, uh, do you guys want to hear a story about what happened to me today? Please tell us a story. Um, I got hit by a car. You got hit by a car? Were you also driving a car? I was not. I was not driving a car. Huh. Um... Yeah, I was walking in the parking structure of my employer, walking out, ready to leave work, you know, going on my merry way, having a great time because I was leaving work, especially on a Monday, and uh, dude backed right into me. And, like, my reaction, like, I feel like my reaction if someone kind of blindsided me and shoved me would be to turn and shove them back. You know? So I did exactly that. So you just turned and shoved their car? I just, I, like, it wasn't like I thought, you know what I should do? I should shove this car. It was like just a knee-jerk response. I shoved the car, and I was like, well, that car is much bigger than me. I did not do anything. And I kind of, like, put my hands up and, like, waved to the guy, like, come on, what the fuck? And I think he still does not know what happened. Like... So he just kind of bumped into you, and then you kind of, like, skedaddled out of the way? I mean, I wouldn't say I skedaddled. I kind of, I tried to, I made a minor scene... To try and, like, make him feel bad. And but you I, did shove his car. I did shove his car. But I'm not a large man. I it's don't true. think he felt it. Um, you gotta get low, is the thing. Low center of gravity on yeah, this car. Yeah, I didn't really, like, plant... I didn't have my cleats you on. Have to, that's really what uh, it was. You should have stopped to put on your cleats. One of, if he had trapped one of Sam's kids under there, then Sam would have been able to push that car with much greater force. Or one of my beers. Or one of... Yeah, one of your beers. No, I think he still doesn't know what happened. And, what a dick. And today we had a, a batch of 
what, 300 new hires? Yeah, like 360-something. Jesus. 460 new people started working at our company today. So I really hope that it was one of them, and I really hope that he realizes he hit me and thinks that he's getting fired tomorrow. You should just fire him. I don't know who it was, and also I don't have any of that authority. Get the license plate. They're they're probably going to park in about the same spot tomorrow. I should go back and get... Ah, actually, you might be right. Or just go back and fight the dude. Like, don't be a little bitch about it. <laughs> I've always wanted to walk around with one of those emergency windshield breakers for car accidents. Crowbars? And then if anybody... What's up? Crowbars? <laughs> Hammers? Yeah, I mean... Blunt objects? <laughs> my own dick? Oh, you beat me to it. Damn it. <laughs> I always beat my own dick. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you have a... You always want to walk around with those objects, and then we cut you off. Well, now I'm just thinking about Sam's dick. Just, uh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we can move on. We can move on. From Sam's dick, how? I, I don't know. I this don't is, know how. This is the apex of the show. This is falling you know... action from here on out. <laughs> Did you call it the climax? Gross, Boris. There might be children listening. <laughs> oh my god, if there are children listening, put them to bed right now. What is the matter with you? Who are you talking to, our listeners? Yes. Oh man, you know what I really don't like doing? Children? Well... <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. I think it's funny for me, because I can see him start to do it, and I know it's coming. <laughs> But I feel like if that caught me by surprise, it would be a lot funnier. <laughs> uh, but I was going to say, I don't like partying with people who have kids. Because all they want to talk about is their kids? No, because like, I, uh, I was at a friend's birthday the other night, two nights ago. And, I don't know, there was a lady there and she was like chilling and like drinking a lot and like smoking a lot. And she wasn't pregnant or anything, so that's cool. But then she was like, yeah, you know, I just, I was so happy. I don't have to look after my kids. And I'm just like, oh, oh. So is it that you feel like she should be more grown up? Yeah, I'm like, damn. I I mean, parents can have fun, but like, she's partying hardcore, you know? I mean, eight years from now, when your son, the Nebuchadnezzar, is born, you're going to start doing this podcast, and you're still going to have to drink for it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But I mean, and then two years after that, when your daughter, the Nebuchadnezzar, is born, you're still gonna be doing this show. Yeah, I'm gonna be like George Foreman, and I'll give my kids the same name, except it's gonna be the Nebuchadnezzar instead of George Foreman. God, George Foreman's such a weird guy. That's so great. I I told you that I went to preschool with his kids, right? No, what? I went to preschool. How did I not know this about you? I went to preschool with George Foreman three and George Foreman four. Oh Excuse me, no George, George 3 Foreman and George 4 Foreman, because their middle name is a number. <laughs> no shit! No way. That's like what they called them. How have I known you for a year and I didn't know I this? thought that's why you brought it up, because that's always like a fun fact about me. No, that's dude. amazing. Yeah. What? I went to preschool with two of George Foreman's kids. That's insane. But none of his daughters? No, called? George Foreman 3 was a girl. You're... His, his female children are named George Foreman. I assume Foreman. they were like Georgia or Georgina or something. Nope. No, George. George. 
George Foreman. How does the the mother sign off on this shit? Because she's making millions of dollars because she's married to George Foreman. And she doesn't want to get punched in the face. <laughs> she doesn't want to get punched. And, I mean, who wants to pass up on a lean, green, fat grilling machine? <gasps> Did you say lean, green, fat grilling machine? You just throw a bunch of broccoli and asparagus on that shit? <laughs> One time I found a George Foreman on the street and brought it home and used it. God damn it, Tyler. And you call the hobos dirty. Well, you know, I cleaned it off. Yeah, I told them about eating the roll back. I've got no shame. Uh, is everybody done with their beard? Who wants to start off? I will. Yeah, you will. Alright, so I had the Furthermore Oscura uh, beer made with 100% fair trade coffee. Uh, we determined it was a California common. Um, so, I do like it. And I had a Three Sheeps coffee beer uh, last time I was on the show. And that one I loved. And I think a lot of that was I was not expecting to like it very much, and I did. And this one I was kind of expecting to like because I liked the last one so much. Uh, but this one was not as good as the other one. Uh, it's oh. apparently it's a lager. And I thought last time I just had the perfect blend of coffee and beer, and this one was way more on the beer side. Uh, which I would expect because I did buy a beer. I did not buy a coffee. True. But it was it was just kind of like more more lagery, more watery, more kind of just like it just felt like not very good beer mixed with pretty good coffee, I guess. Uh, I'll give it like a six five because it was still pretty good, and I guess I would recommend it to anyone who, again, if you like coffee and you're looking to try some adventurous new beers, or if you're like a dirty hippie and you're interested in. Like, making sure that your coffee is fair trade. This one is 100% fair trade coffee. So there's that. Oh. Right. So, you know those Guatemalan dudes got paid something for doing all the work. Um, but I guess furthermore is now slightly on my good side. But, like, thin ice, furthermore. All right? Come on. All right. So I had a Rogue Farm 7 Hop IPA. <clears throat> I don't think I mentioned that it was 8% alcohol, and um, I, I liked 7-Hop IPA. I was prepared to, to not like it. I thought it was going to be very bitter, um, but, you know, there was obviously some bitterness there. It is an IPA. You'd expect that, but the hops were not overpowering. They really blended together well. Um, I thought it was a, a nice, hoppy, fruity taste. It doesn't taste like 8% alcohol, and... On the back, it says it contains free-range coastal water, which I find amusing. Yeah, I hate when they cage up my water, and you can really tell that, like, it hasn't been able to run free. It's suffering. Well, because you can't own water, man, you know? Fucking, you've been in California too long, dog. <laughs> but, but I did, I did like it. I was pleasantly surprised to find that 7-Hop IPA fits my palate. I'm going to give you a 7, 7-Hop IPA. Good job. I recommend this to people who, hmm, maybe people who like the flavor of hops more than the bitterness of hops, because I, I do really feel you get a nice hoppy flavor and not just straight bitter like you do with, with something made by, I don't know, like Stone or somebody like that. Okay. So uh, I had Dogfish Head and Dan the Automator present Positive Contact. Uh, I'm going to call it a Belgian. Actually, I think I might have the page up. Um, oh, they're calling it a wit beer, which I guess is fair. It, I, yeah, I can believe that. Um, 
Nine percent. Uh, I've not gotten much apple. We've gotten a little bit of um, the cayenne. No cilantro. Although I think my companions here might have gotten some of those subtle flavors, that, but I didn't. Um, but also, I just finished pouring it out because you know it's a big ass beer. It's it's a it's a fifth of beer and it's nine percent, and I have to edit this before I go to sleep. Uh, I just finished pouring it out, and uh, there was something floating in it. Mmm, floaties. No, not this is not uh. It's not your average floaty. This is not biomass. Oh. I want to say it's a piece of a cork. What do you think? Yeah, it's cork. We've decided it's cork. And I might add, this was a pry-off standard cap beer. So maybe, uh, I mean, Dogfish Head, I'm sure they have some corked beers. Like, they're, they're some fancy fellas. Uh, Boris is nibbling I on thought it. maybe it was a piece of apple, but it's, it's, it's got to be cork. Okay, he has eaten it now. He's Tried to. Attempted to eat. Did not ingest. Boris, you've learned so much from me. <laughs> Pick it up, put it in your mouth, see what happens. Yeah, you know, it might be edible. Find something on the street, just grill on it, I guess that works too. Uh, so, hey Becca. Hi. I heard you giggle, it's cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I, I thought this was really good. I mean, operating the assumption that it was just a Belgian. Now I'm learning it's a whip beer. It's pretty close style though. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get more spice or... More flavor. I mean, yeah, no, I didn't really get much distinct flavor, but if someone handed this to me and said, hey, drink this Belgian, this is a good Belgian, I'd say, yes, this is a good Belgian. I did enjoy it, and it's 9%. And also, damn the automator. I'm, I think I'm going to have to drop Positive Contact by Deltron3030 in as the outro, if everyone's cool with that. No, don't. I know you guys, you do a lot of editorializing, so. Right. Very uh, cool. But, no, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I think I'm going to give it, um, I'm going to give it a 7.1. And I'm going to recommend this to any fans of, uh, of Dell and Dan. But I'll, also I'll say anyone who, uh, doesn't read the very last three lines of a label, so they won't be lied to. And really, anyone who's uh, in the in the mood for a good wit or a good Belgian, because this is that for sure. It's just I'm I'm disappointed. I was expecting something much more complex than I got, but it's still definitely good. I want to drink it. I like my Belgians. I specifically did not get you that beer because I read the description. <laughs> well done. Well. Sam, Sam doesn't like to read any words, so... I do not like that. Does anyone know what they're getting next week? I was about to ask, do you want to read the words on the beer that you'll be reading next week? Ah, uh, I'll only read seven of them. Okay. I'm excited. Okay, I have exactly seven words. Dragon's Milk Reserve Smoked Chilies Oak Barrels Hmm... Is this is this that Game of Thrones nonsense by Oma Gang? No, actually, I had another one of those uh, the other night, and it was really not good. Um, but no, this is a Dragon's Milk is like kind of a. I'm pretty. I'm almost sure you had Dragon's Milk back in the days of Tashi, uh, or perhaps the Fortress of Brawlitude. When we were roommates, I'm pretty sure Easy made us drink this, and it was good. And this is like the same thing except. 
with smoke and heat and oak. So that should be good. That was I remember that. That was the that was when we lived in the fortress of Brawlitude. Okay. Yeah, big big black uh, bomber, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do either of you fine fellows know what you'll be drinking? Uh, no idea. No idea what I'll be drinking. Nope. Okay. Uh, will you be drinking? Of course we'll be, uh, drinking. We'll be drinking. Okay, that works out really well. And hopefully, uh, Lauren with a D, give us a hint for your porn. Uh, again, for, if uh, also if you're a listener and you have a guess, uh, write in. Again, that, that hint was the U.S. Army explores anal gaping applications for the war on terror. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Wait. Um... I'm trying to figure out how to make Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay be about anal gaping. Harold and Kumar is the best thing I can come up with. It's <laughs> very good. It's No, it's not. It's really bad. No. I don't know you, Lauren, but I'm going to give you more credit than that. Wait, Harold and Kumar is gape from Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> if that's it, get, Lauren, just... If that's it, yeah, I take Kumar back everything I just said about you. in Guantanamo Bay. What'd you say? Harold and Kumar get gaped in Guantanamo Bay. But that has nothing to do with the U.S. Army. Well, whatever. Hopefully that's not case, the answer. Yeah, tune in next week for the exciting, hopefully, conclusion. Hopefully, uh, rising action and climax. Yeah. It's a three-episode arc. Okay, all right. Well, in any case, thank you for tuning in this week. Please tune in next week. Don't let the bastards get you down. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. So tastefully done. Check it out, y'all. Now let's see. Deltron Z, Art Avenger. Let's start the adventure. Pinch up with nerve gas, absurd blast, crash spacecraft. I'm bio enhanced. Pyro advanced series, monstrous evolution headed. Super nail, super trail, super sleuth, a new race. Mad creator, savage nature. Worldwide web, the ebb and flow. Light years from watchful eyes, where my thoughts provide objective. The art decides to pop as prophecy. Underground societies are hard to lead. Asteroid surfing, castor oil burping. The darkest side of humanity animated. The grand awakening, plan to take it in. I demand your patronage, mobilize my battle takes. But plus the small, empty arts to empty Mars. Many MCs cruise low Earth orbit. Easier for me to use my search warrant. Drift by a star, absorb it, and store it. Leave Taurus, Corvus, my galaxy's gorgeous. Quantum jump, I'm right at your doorstep. Positive contact. Positive contact. Positive contact. Positive contact. Even if the record's given, I still wreck. Now I catch more wreck with fast ignition. My last decision, pulse amplification. Temper with napalm, I want y'all to stay calm. Alien annihilation, I stay armed to the grill piece and kill beats. 20% matter, 30% is energy. Assembling to become a living being. Evaporate to radiation phase to station. I get higher radiation. Positive contact. Positive contact. Reactor 
I'm with the call a legend, dominance with Armageddon Gives me a warm reception Trouble war with weapons, installation Blow on the stardust, distance 12 parsecs Illusion phalanx with my literary talent Just a bit of balance, rip the silence of space All-star systems are our victims Atomic synonymous with ominous Implications of inflammation Of information and entertainment Tribe attack dialect, you gotta earn my respect I'm like gamma right to amma, just hit him with a cannonball And in all this confusion, the fusion of music and mind dissipates Translucent illusions, search the ruins with automata Hit the walls with a carbonator, hit our missiles, just regenerate The sonic soldiers allow us to demonstrate Emergency dispatch, skyscrapers rip facts For the impact, they flow is mismatched My child's protected by heat shield and ceramics Don't panic, I landed on planet Mercury Gave it atmosphere, set up my headquarters I'll never get captured here, trapped in tear Clap your ear with soul sonic, mantronic, sonic Turn your brain to an omelet I hold a comet in bondage with my dominance Take a space shuttle to escape trouble Bounce through the Milky Way Not many MCs feel this way Positive contact Jack Joyce, I think. Joyce is definitely right. Yeah. Jack Joyce, can you just intro the Jack Joyce article again? All right, so this this is, we don't really have to spend a lot of time here, but since I'm drinking a rogue beer today, I thought I should let the brewers, you know, the listeners know that uh, the the founder of Rogue Brewery, Jack Joyce, died just a couple days ago. 